Welcome back to another end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm WTOC Sports Director Lindsey Goff. Got digital anchor Jake Wallace here as well. Jake, it's almost the playoffs here in Georgia and South Carolina both. It's coming up quick. Yeah, it's the next to last week of, of high school football regular season in Georgia. We got one final week in South Carolina and state playoffs get started after that. Um, and still a lot to be decided. I think that's the interesting thing and, and the fun thing about right now is there's still a lot up in the air and we're going to find out a lot of things uh, this week especially. One thing that was decided last week, or I guess on Monday, our end zone play of the week winner. Yeah, Calvary running back freshman Edward Coleman just refusing to go down in the Cavaliers' win over Country Day last week. One of two touchdowns on the day for Coleman. Calvary improves to 9-0. and Big play from him, that Calvary team. Just every week, it seems, there's another uber-talented player on their team yeah. that is able to make plays, and it's led Calvary to be... Uh, a state title contender this year, and now a play of the week winner. That one racked up over 7,200 votes, so pretty good. Congratulations to Edward Coleman. And looking ahead, we have a Thursday night matchup here in Savannah as well. Islands visiting Benedictine at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, who knows what the weather is going to be like for this one tonight, but we do know that this is this one's not going to decide a lot. BC right. wrapped up the region title last week with their win over New Hampstead and Jenkins' win over Islands. The Sharks are guaranteed the four seed in the state playoffs. And so for, for both of these teams, this is a tune-up, make sure we're, we're clicking on all cylinders as best we can before the state playoffs, and a lot of pride here. I mean, this yeah. is BC still the big boys. You know Islands is going to want to come in and, and spoil the party, get a big win. And, and Benedictine um, looking to finish off region play undefeated. Yeah, it'll be a tough matchup for Islands, but they could definitely use a win. They're coming off back-to-back -back losses. So we'll, we'll be at that, or I'll be at that one. <laughs> Hopefully not in the rain, but we are prepared for it. And looking ahead to Friday night, our game of the week, Windsor Forest at Southeast Bullock. And this is going to be a deciding game. This is the opposite of Islands and BC. Yes, this <laughs> game has a lot laying on the line. And it's it's one of these situations where things could get complicated depending on the results. So let's, let's break this down for now. Windsor Forest at Southeast Bullock. A win by the Knights sets them up for the region title. They do have another region game next week against Savannah. They'll be favored to win in that one. So... If Windsor wins, they have the leg up for their first ever region title. An SCB win would kind of make things a little more complicated. It would put the J Yellow Jackets in second place in the region race. It would put Liberty alone in first place, assuming Liberty County beats Beach tomorrow night. That's their right. final region game of the year for the Panthers. And would drop Windsor to fourth in the region with one game left, also assuming Johnson wins on Friday. Did you get that? There will be a quiz. <laughs> There's a lot going on, yeah. yeah. Um, Johnson kind of threw everything into a tailspin last week with, uh, I mean, Windsor Forest was favored by like 27 points in that game, according to Maxwell, and uh, Johnson came back and got a win. And <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a threw the region into a, a tizzy. really big win for, for yeah. Derek Bonner and the Adam Smashers. I was there for that. It was a nothing nothing game yeah. at halftime. <laughs> I remember um, you texted me and I was like, well, just hang out for a it minute. Was, <laughs> it was an ugly first half from those that were there. And then in the second half, Johnson came out on fire 
Uh, played some good defensive ball as well. Windsor dealing with some injuries, but give a lot of props to to Johnson. This mm-hmm. this season has not gone as they had hoped. I think in terms of wins and losses, but here they are, potentially a three seed in the playoffs if some things go well. Certainly headed for a playoff spot if they can um, if the Smashers can win out. But anyway, back to Windsor Forest SEB. This is going to be a really good game um, yeah. over in Brooklyn. Windsor, I think, has shown moments where they can be a very talented, very tough team to beat. They've got a lot of talent. You mentioned, you know, Abasi Scott. He's won mm-hmm. a play of the week earlier. Mike Caballero in the backfield. Mike Caballero in the backfield. Uh, very talented, tough to bring down running back for the Knights. And defensively, they're going to be sound and solid, and they've been that way all year. SEB presents challenges um, just in terms of some of the athletes they have, including Tyler Griffin and Christian Clark. Christian Clark is one of the toughest quarterbacks to bring down just in terms of his size. And then you've got a kid in Tyler Griffin committed to UCF who is a, a a threat every time he touches the ball on the outside. Yeah, I mean, they were methodical with it when I saw them play at Islands maybe a week or two ago. I don't I it's all running together. But mm-hmm. anyway, they're they're methodical with it and that offense just runs so smooth. So SEB comes in at seven and one, Windsor Force four and three, but they're both three and one in the region. And I talked to the coaches beforehand. Here's what they had to say. I don't want to call this a must win for you guys, but just how important is this game? For Windsor Forest? Uh, it's very important. Uh, it's a chance, you know, to uh, set history here at Windsor Forest. Uh, uh, school never winning a, uh, a region championship in football. Uh, you know, we have the opportunity to sit here before us. And, uh, you know, so far this week, kids have been focused and, you know, locked in on, on what our goal is. You said the guys have been focused. How has practice been this week? And are you guys fairly healthy right now? Uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of injuries this year, and, uh, and unfortunately, the ones we've had have been uh, season-ending, you know, injuries. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't lose anybody from last week, uh, so, you know, pretty much, you know, I think we're going into the game fairly healthy for the ones, you know, that can, can play. Uh, so, you know, the kids, we had a, a good week of practice. Uh, you know, the kid, at this, this point in time, you're not going to change much, you know, this late in the season. But, uh, you know, we did some things better this week in practice. What's your message to the guys after a, a loss like last week and you're heading into a game that does have so much importance on the region implications, I guess? Like, what do you, what do you tell them? Uh, you know, uh, right after the game Friday night, you know, that game had no bearing. You know, it didn't change our goal whatsoever. Uh, you know, uh, and I told him, you know, if you follow sports, you know, at some point in time, teams drop games that, you know, they should win. I mean, it's just a part of uh, sports. Uh, we had a bad night. And they had a really great night, took advantage of some of our mistakes that we made. And, uh, you know, if you want to achieve that goal, it's still sitting there for you. Uh, you know, by Monday we were done. We were done with the, that game, and we we moved on. What can you tell me about the matchup with SEB and maybe where you guys match up well? What they do well? You know, I think they're uh, they're well coached. Uh, you know, they're uh, they're big and they're strong. Uh, 
I think we're uh, team speed wise. I think we're a little faster, you know, than they are, but that's our, uh, that's one of our strengths this year overall, you know, speed, uh, you know, we, we got to take advantage of our speed this Friday night against them. Anything else you would want to add or want to say about your team? Uh, you know, it's been, it's been a tough season going through COVID, you know, again, and just, you know, injuries, but, you know, our kids have been resilient. Uh, we've had that next man up, uh, kind of attitude about it. You know, people have stepped in and played some things that you wouldn't think they would uh, be playing this year. And, uh, you know, you're down to your third quarterback. You know, how, how many teams go down, go down to that? So they've been real resilient. People have stepped up. And, uh, you know, I'm just overall proud of them. Jake, we got several other games that we're keeping eyes on uh, on Friday night. And we've got a handful of still undefeated teams. Calvary's undefeated, but they have the week off, so I kind of left them out of this mix. But we've got Metter, Brunswick, Appling County, and Hilton Head Christian all trying to remain unbeaten on Friday night. Yeah, and the th- the cool thing about the three Georgia teams you mentioned, Metter, Brunswick, Appling County, is – you, you don't want to assume wins, but they'll, they'll be favored in, in all the games that they play Friday. Metters at Claxton, Brunswick will host Bradwell, Applings at Brantley County. They'll be right. favored in all those games. And then you look a week ahead, though, at what's there. Metter hosting ECI next week. That'll be a big game That'll be a tough one. in the jungle. Brunswick going to Effingham County next week. If the Rebels can take care of Statesboro at home Friday night, that could would decide the region championship next week in Springfield. Appling County taking on Pierce County next week. Yeah. That's been one that's been circled on my calendar all year. It really has. He brings it up every week. I'm so looking forward <laughs> to that game. I, I can't tell he you. He volunteered himself to go. The The atmosphere in Blackshear for that game is going to be outstanding. I'm really looking forward to that game, and it's going to decide a region title if everything goes according to the odds makers and, and the favors. Correct. And then you've got Hilton Head Christian, who's at, who's at Hilton Head Prep Friday night, mm-hmm. a 3.30 kickoff. Love those early Friday noon kick, Friday yeah. afternoon kickoffs. <laughs> because uh, they are not under the Friday night lights at Hilton Head Prep. So <laughs> early games it is. Yeah. So, But that will decide the region title there. Mm-hmm. And for Hilton Head Christian, going for 22 straight wins. It's pretty good. That is really tough. I, I think every coach always kind of says how tough it is to win on Friday nights, to get your guys ready to have or Friday the, afternoons. Jay. Yes, or Friday afternoons to have your guys ready to to go out and execute your game plan the way you want to do it for twenty two consecutive times yeah. is incredibly difficult, and it's something that Hilton Christian I think has a lot of pride in, and will continually have a lot of pride in, and should have a lot of pride in, and you know that Hilton Head Prep wants to ruin it for him. Oh yeah. You never underestimate a rivalry. That'll be a fun one. I'm going to head out to the island for that one. Um, again, 3.30, Hilton Head Christian at Hilton Head Prep. Hilton Head Christian is number one in skis at 2A, the defending champions. So that should be a fun matchup. But, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of really talented teams. And, um, you know, to be undefeated at this point, I think, is really impressive. Absolutely, and and especially coming off a year that was so different last year, yeah. to get back to normal, I think it has thrown some some folks for a loop, and it hasn't mattered the circumstance, it hasn't mattered the opponent. Hilton Head Christian has simply gone out and won games. Nine and zero. And speaking of South Carolina teams, it's the last week of the regular season. 
in South Carolina. It's gone by really, really quick. Not as much drama in South Carolina yeah. in terms of region titles and region right. standings, playoff berths, and that kind of thing. But, you know, they've decided a lot of that's been decided. We had May River Beaufort, you know, decide that a couple weeks ago. And um, that's their number nine is in the class 4A polls right yeah, now. Both, by of the way. The, both of those teams now kind of, I don't want to say looking ahead to, to the state playoffs, but looking to make big runs when the playoffs begin next week. Um, so it'll, it'll be a good chance to kind of get the, for, for some teams, it's going to be the last week they play tomorrow night. And mm-hmm. so it'll be good for those teams to, to get out there one more time, the kids to get out there one more time and, and play this season for some for their career. And we got to mention over in South Carolina, while we're talking about it, Hilton heads, Jalen Sneed is one of five finalists for South Carolina, Mr. Football award so congratulations to the notre dame commit he's really done it all (laughs) at hilton head he He really has (laughs) he has been all over the field on offense and defense and with with a kid that talented and that athletic why not um but yeah it's really cool to see him kind of get that recognition um to get that honor i know some people over in the low country sometimes feel like they get forgotten Mm -hmm. in terms of high school football you can't forget this guy. coverage in the state of South Carolina and, and how kind of where people in South Carolina pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, Jalen Sneed, you can't miss him, you can't forget him. Yeah, a uh, couple stats. He's had 87 tackles, including six for loss. And uh, when he had to step in at quarterback also, because he's a defensive guy, stepped in at quarterback, he's thrown for 210 yards, two touchdowns, and added 696 rushing yards and 10 scores. Not bad. That'll do it. Pretty good. Yeah. Helping out the Seahawks any way he can. So uh, congratulations to Jalen, and uh, we'll keep you posted if he wins South Carolina's Mr. Football. That'll do it for this end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. We'll be out on the sidelines Friday night, so if you see us, say hello. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you next week. Catch you on the end zone tomorrow night.